What's up, Tribe? Welcome back to the Man Tribe Podcast Live, guys. I'm your host, Chase Berryman, joined by my co-host, Ski Bron James and Jason Hildreth. And the ironic infidel, Jason Hildreth, everybody. <laughs> it's the beard. Okay. Uh, I did that. You I th- did that. I think one of our, t- our Twitch followers uh, last week in the, uh, in the Tribe chat towards the end of the show was like, this is like the evolution of beard yeah. that I'm seeing here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he thought Jason was our dad based on <laughs> based on beards. Hey guys, if you haven't heard it, um, if you're if you're watching the show live right now, or if you listen uh, just to the audio only versions, um, you should check out the Man Tribe Sports Show. Uh, Garrett and Mister Chewbacca's officer, yeah. <laughs> Officer Swank, did it on y'all did it just a few days ago, and y'all talked. Uh, what baseball trades and yeah we recorded monday and it came out yesterday and then today was the actual trade deadline so you can go and listen to us be either horribly wrong or right on the fucking mark about some of the trades that happened today but, but we don't know yet or no we, it, we do it, know trade deadline's done uh so the trade deadline was today at three and so uh we talked a lot on that podcast about noah Syndergaard was who was a big name at the deadline possibly going to the Astros, and they didn't get him, but they did get that boy, Zach Greg. What's good? Is that good? Yes. Who did the Phillies pick up? Uh. This is how deep my baseball knowledge goes. It's uh, whichever jersey you're wearing, and also I saw a pretty good fight yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. When Puig, uh, the Reds and and the Pirates... And you know what I liked most is the one guy that thought that he would run out on the field in fucking jeans like a hero got <laughs> fucking smoked, son. He got smoked around a dude. He got in Ganud and then went down. All he could do was like uh, grab the wrong person's yeah. legs and eat a few more punches and before they piled on. And I was like, just what you fucking get for not wearing your uniform, bitch. Yeah. I don't care if you're hurt. You know who's the biggest winner in that whole fucking thing? Amir Garrett. Okay. Number one, he because the pitcher? he's my namesake. And number two, yes, that's the cat yeah, that like he smoked that motherfucker. He was like, "Fuck it, I'm going in," and went by himself. Yeah, he actually the whole dugout. Re- I mean, he was just like, "I will, I will dive bomb this bitch. I don't give a fuck." I like how the first guy was like, "Whoa, no, 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 don't hit my friend that only brought jeans to the game. <laughs> uh, don't hit him." And he was like, "Yeah, I'm." I'm going to right around you. So stand there all <laughs> passively and I'm going to smoke your friend. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then after, you know, like the, it, it becomes a big pile of people and then there's a lot of shit going around. And then the camera obligatorily goes to the coach. That's like, hold me back, bitch. I'm the coach. <laughs> like I'm the, he's the oldest one there. He's yeah. going to be the first one to get beat up no matter who steps to the <laughs> fucking plate. But they're like following him. And when they finally go back and I think it was, I think it was either Garrett or, or Puig? How do you say his name? Puig. Puig? Okay. One of them was like trying to get in the other dugout and there was just like one dirtbag pirate redneck that was like (laughs) was just talking shit over people and I was like hit that hit that guy hit that guy. Two things. But why did it all start? Oh, uh, they've had fucking beef now for, for a good while and one of the uh, Pirates pitchers like threw at one of the Cincinnati guys, and then the so that's normally how it starts in baseball, oh, right? Yeah, right. You know, somebody a pitcher's throwing at somebody, and then everybody's jawing. What were your so, two things? Uh, Puig, 
Number one, when I watched it on SportsCenter, uh, the anchor was like, and here's Puig. He always seems to get in the middle of these things, but he's like just the hype man because he doesn't throw any punches. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what the guy said? Yeah. Oh. So, and, and that's completely true. Like, Puig is always the dude. And you know what? I don't really blame anybody else who's on the receiving end of his shit because he's yoked. Like, yeah, he's, he's massive. He's yeah. like the Nganu of baseball. If Andy hadn't coined it, I'd call him the Nilla Gorilla. <laughs> I mean. But, uh, and then, also, at the same time that that was going on, Yasiel Puig got traded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I did I did read. It was the next headline on ESPN. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Puig gets traded. I'm like, so y'all yeah. out of fight videos? Or what? In the middle of the fight. Wow. Like, was it a deciding factor or just happenstance? <laughs> I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, I want that guy on my team. <laughs> but, Hold on. Uh, Who do you want? They the- also traded. This is another thing that we talked about on the, on the uh, sports podcast. The guy that they traded Yasiel Puig for is Trevor Bauer. And he had a temper tantrum the day before because he he's a pitcher. And he was pitching like shit. And he's the one that launched it? Yeah, he launched it from the pitcher's mound over the center field wall. He like, threw the ball? Yeah, yeah. It, it, but it was it, – I mean, that's an impressive-ass fucking throw. If, if that was soccer rules, that's a home run. Yeah. <laughs> or cricket, maybe, It doesn't too. matter who kicks that, it into your goal. It's still a fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, it was a fucking, it was an impressive ass throw, dude. But like, that, you got to give him credit because he didn't crow hop. He didn't, he just like turned around and flung that bitch. And yeah, yeah. What, what's his name? Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Unfortunately, nobody's, I mean, while we're impressed and all, pitching's not about how far you can throw the ball. It's about throwing it accurately, which I think he can do that you, as well. You knew, but he was probably ha- why he got pulled though, because he wasn't. Did, yeah. No, that day, no, he was not. <laughs> did he throw it over the wall like as a direct result of like the coach going like timeout coming in to talk to you? No, he did it. Uh, <laughs> or he throws ball four and then just throws it over the fucking center field wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then his fucking manager start like came out there and you could see after he threw it he was like um, he immediately fucking regretted it because he's like "Ah, fuck i'm about to get a mouthful because his manager is like he's a no shit taking motherfucker like he's real laid back but when when he gets mad homeboy gets mad it's like the one time like in an argument in my home i was like oh yeah well watch this bookshelf and I just toppled it over in the floor. And then I was like, I have fucked up now. Now I have fucked up. Man, I got to like, pick all these books instant up. Instant regret. I'm like, there's shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, hey, look, that's that's what you get when you have a tantrum as an adult. Yeah. And when you do it on national television, <laughs> no matter how impressive yeah. it is, you're going to yeah. be a meme, bro. Yeah. Well, we talked about that, too, like extensively on the on the. Uh, the sports show. show. Well, y'all got yeah. Everybody check that out for sure. Um, I listened Chewbacca's to, in the in the in the chat. We're, listen, t- we're talking about your debut, Chewbacca. Yeah, I listened to it long enough because uh, he had texted all of us and was like, "Hey, I gave you a shout out, Chase, on the sports show." Yeah. So I listened to hear that uh, where he called me our resident Dana White hater. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> oh, that was you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, you guys that, are right." That's a badge of honor, really, though, because Dana White's such a piece of shit. So. You know what's fucked up is I went home and attempted to make a shitty like meme where I like had a video game legendary reward that was like resident Dana White hater, <laughs> like it was a fucking chest opening, but it it looked all shitty. So, 
Uh, <laughs> that's perfect. You should have sent it to me. <laughs> then that's Man Tribe fucking ready. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about people that get uh, are also enthusiastic about sports and have been in the headlines mm-hmm. and I actually don't know anything about this. You guys put this article in here, but what's up with uh, LeBron James, man? LeBron James. <clears throat> yeah, so apparently he's uh, too good of a dad for people. Like, LeBron, you're going to have to calm that shit down. With yeah. Cheering for your son and his team? He was, he was making it too much about himself, basically, is what this... That's part of what this guy was saying. Yeah. Because... So, you know, in basketball, you have warm-ups, right? <clears throat> Where they everybody goes and lays the ball up or they practice their shots. Well, LeBron, you know, the greatest player on the planet is out there with his son and his son's team doing layups and dunks. And yeah, I can't think of anything more motivational for that team than see the greatest player alive doing the things that you want to do right before your game starts. So Michael Jordan was there? with <clears throat> Oh, no, no, no. No, not him. Oh, LeBron. A uh, current James. player. Gotcha. Great, greatest active player. Yeah. Got, got yeah. you. Yeah. Kidding. He's better than Jordan anyways. But let me ask you this. And then, the coach was cool with that, though, right? Like, the team's actual yeah. coach was fine with that. LeBron's the assistant coach. Yeah, okay. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. As, assistant coach does layups with kids. Yeah. Should have been the fucking title. And then uh, the other thing with from the same game that they were pissed off about was one of not even his son one of his son's teammates and friends uh dunked like at a big moment in the game mm-hmm. and he comes down the court and lebron is you know getting fucking hyped and he runs on the court not like he didn't meet him at like half court or anything but he runs on the court and like you know jumps up <laughs> with him like shoulder to shoulder and is like celebrating and lost his shoe and like He's, you know, he's losing his fucking mind. He's celebrating this. This kid just did something incredible in the middle of the game. And they were fucking pissed about that from from an outside perspective, because I don't watch basketball really. And you guys know that. So I feel like I'm I'm kind of like impartial. Um, I think that we should celebrate a man who has played that much fucking basketball and grounded out for this many years in championships that still genuinely loves basketball enough to get fucking hyped when a kid dunks at right. a big moment. You know what I mean? To him, a kid. This motherfucker's played in championships and knows like the knows what's on the line, like knows the anxiety, knows the fucking struggle, knows the ups and downs and highs and lows and like how good it felt, I'm sure as that team, his team to fucking secure that dunk and yeah. like he's hyped with a bunch of kids that aren't playing for a championship ring why are we fucking mad about that man well, what, if, what if it was any other coach that did that the, the, yeah. the thing is too is like he didn't have that growing up his his dad didn't come to his games he was a monster on the basketball court his entire life his dad wasn't there cheering him on and so he's there cheering on his kids super fucking happy about it and being like you know, kind of a dad, a, a role model figure for his, not just his kid, but the all the other team, kids. Yeah. And one of the kids on the team actually tweeted out, like they quote tweeted somebody who was getting on LeBron, say they were making it, he was making it all about him. He said, this is super fucking cool for us. Number one, that the greatest basketball player on the planet is at our games cheering us on. And he said, I haven't seen my dad in four years. And LeBron is taking me under his wing. He gives me advice. 
you know, he he coaches us, and he doesn't really have to do that. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to do that. But it's he goes out of his way to, to do it. Yeah. And that's what I, I, I there was another a guy that went on TMZ because this was a big fucking deal. And they were talking about it on TMZ, and they had the dad of one of the kids on the opposing team come in and talk about it. And he said, you know what? After the game, LeBron went up to my son and told him, I hope I'm still playing in the league when you get there. Damn. And he said, my son just broke down in tears. (laughs) No, like I I got chill bumps right now because I'm like, this guy's – Jesus. He's black Jesus. <laughs> because, you know, he, he's like the nicest guy ever. That's what he, he told them. He said, my son will have that for the rest of his life. Even if he doesn't get to the league, like he, he'll have that for the rest of his life. That'll be a moment that he remembers. Yes. Yeah. As young brain in the chat pointed out, this guy is building schools. He cares about education. He cares about despite all the shit he has going on, yeah, but, but trying to be there, man, like, and showing up is yeah. 75% of the battle. When it comes to being a dad, he not only that, he's not rubbing it in these fucking kids' faces like y'all are boo boo. We fucking dunked on y'all in the crucial <laughs> moment. He's like, y'all are fucking good. It this was great. I hope you're still playing. Gives this kid this yeah. this nugget like Mean Joe Green throwing a sweaty ass jersey on a kid for a Coca Cola right. back in the day type <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I see nothing wrong with it except for the people that are like, well, this Newsweek's so slow. You want to try to Let's tear make down, something. You want to try to tear down a great man? Yeah. yeah. Fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking horseshit. And I think uh, honestly, like everybody will look back because at, for as as big as Jordan was in his time, okay, he was he's not the he wasn't the role model that that LeBron is right now. He had an image. No. He had a good image because he curated that image. But now that we know more about him, and he didn't take kids under his wing and all that shit. I mean, look, his kids, he I don't even know that he went to his own kids' games. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, you look at what LeBron is doing. He, he, This dude is taking kids under his wing that he doesn't need to. He doesn't have to. He's got kids of his own. He's got two sons and a daughter. And he makes it a point to go to all these games that if he is available, he's going to be there. Right. And then he not only makes it a point to support his kids, but the kids on the, on his team and the kids on the other team. Nothing bad to say. I mean, I when when people down him like this or like this becomes a thing, does he even like defend himself? Or I mean, does no, he, he even step said, up? No, nah, he hasn't said shit. Has he ever has he ever said anything negative about anybody that Trump? Yeah, Trump. Well, I mean, Trump. Trump hit him hard at first, but after calling him great and then calling him, I mean, I'm pretty sure that LeBron James watched Brendan Schaub's fucking stand up and didn't even leave, leave a one star review. Was just like, well, if you ain't got nothing good yeah. to say, no review. No, he, uh, his. I mean, he's got a perfect fucking image because he doesn't fuck up. Married That's, his high school sweetheart. All of his closest friends are his like. How did they explain that? It's not like just an entourage, like what Floyd Mayweather has, but all his uh, like advisors, right? Yeah, you know what they do mm-hmm. instead of hiring, you know, somebody from the outside, he just chose his best friends growing up, and those are the yeah. people that handle his money. Because who who else would you rather you know trust all your money with? Rich Paul is his agent, yeah. who made a sports agency and is now the agent for all these different like stars across the NBA and and all these and. 
I think he's branched out in the NFL now. Pretty um, sure that's how the office ended with Jim going to like join up with that. And I'm I'm pretty sure for any of you office fans out there, um, Mav Carter is like a a fucking business mogul. He's got his hand in all these different. I think Blaze Pizza is one thing that they're that they really push. Uh, Randy Mims is like their overseer for everything. Like he's the schedule keeper for LeBron. He's like, you got to be here. We're filming this at this time. We're doing this and we're doing that. Rich, you got to be here. You could, you, you know. Okay. So like they, they all look out for each other. Like how often do you have, that's a, a group of friends, like five or six different friends that have been together since high school and they all look out for each other and they're all, People will say, like, oh, those are LeBron's friends. All he could do is give them the opportunity. Right. You know, they had to they had to go get it. And Rich Paul is he's probably he's one of the biggest agents in the NBA right now. That LeBron, all he did was was make him his agent to begin with. Right. Yeah. Rich Paul had to send I mean, he had to he had to uh, sell himself to all these other uh athletes that ended up signing with him. Shit. That's always been my joke. I'm like, if I get my foot in the door, if I'm going to the top, we all going to the top. We all doing it. And Travis, I, fuck. I, that's it, man. I, I really I like that mentality. How often is it that uh, an athlete makes or breaks the the management agency, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's well, crazy. He, uh, he broke the model for the NBA, at, like completely, because he took complete control over his career. Right. You know, because when he did go back to this ought to tell you how much he trusted like the owner in Cleveland, who was a notorious asshole. He wrote um, like this little scathing paragraph when LeBron left the first time. He wrote it in Comic Sans. I think we've talked about this on it, <laughs> on here before. You're like, is this supposed to be satirical? Yeah. It's a satirical font. So uh, he took complete control of his career going back there because he knew, like, I have to go home. I need to win a championship for my hometown. One-year deals. Ooh, okay. So if you fuck up, if you don't put a good team on the court, if you insult me in any fucking way, I can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And these people, I, I will let these people know that it's it's on you. It's not on me. And so he took it, you know, he won the championship, stayed there an extra year, and he cut the fuck out of there. And now he's on the road to being a billionaire. And apparently he has a, a music streaming service as well. Young Brain said that. Does it all. Damn. Uh, I, I'm sure that that is struggling going head-to-head against Garth Brooks' exclusive <laughs> streaming service also. <laughs> Did I look that? Was, was that on the podcast where I yeah. looked it up live when he had – it has a weird name. I, I can't it's remember. Ghost Tunes. Ghost but I, I, went to- <laughs> I knew it. This came up this week on Joe Rogan's show, actually, uh, because Maynard from Tool. Yeah, Maynard been, James Keenan. Yeah, Maynard James oh, Keenan. Come on, he, he's been on a few times. Uh, this was a. This one started real weird. Maynard was like <clears throat> texting on his phone for uh-huh. a while. <laughs> I don't know. It was real strange. But he was like, "Yeah, I got some big news for like the Tool crowd," and he was like, uh, "All of our music is going to be available." on the popular like streaming services finally um and joe was like oh so just leaving garth brooks hanging huh he's the only only fucking holdout (laughs) like no not even him anymore 
If you really? go to his website, it said, you know, there's a thank you note for everybody that subscribed to their music service, but all of his shit is available on Amazon now. Oh, tragic. Nice. <laughs> did I, did the, I, the tool almost skipped the iTunes generation completely. They did. Because Apple's about to shut down iTunes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, are, are those fucking notifications going to stop on my computer that are like, iTunes no, would that, like to install the new fucking iTunes. No, those are forever. Like, cancel and it just right back up. Those right are forever. Up. Fucking Cleveland just took the lead. Did, did I tell you all on the podcast or maybe I told you outside of it about Justin Bieber and Manor James Keenan? No. Did they fight? No. God, I wish. <laughs> Especially with him doing jujitsu. No, Justin Bieber just put a little post up about how he's a fan of Tool. And Keenan came back and just said, hashtag bummer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, One I of like the that most guy. successful young people on the planet. And he's like, I don't want you. No, I'd rather you not listen to our music. Bummer. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a fan. Dude, Consider it, me a fan now. <laughs> you know, I, Bieber sings like these like catchy, hip, uh, shallow tunes that I'm pretty sure m- mostly other people write for him. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that Tool's Parabola album... If you break the uh, drums from start to finish down, Jason explained this to me uh, like way back in the day, but like if you break the drum sequence down mathematically because it's very tricky percussions and like, um, fuck, I can't think of like the technical term for it, but if you break it down and graph it out, it actually graphs out the cover of Parabola. If you guys have ever seen that, you might Google that now. So somebody that puts that much fucking fucking thought mathematically into their music, you're probably going to find it debunked. But for right now, I'm going to sound like a fucking (laughs) hero. I'm just going to look at Parabola tool. Um, But for somebody that puts that much fucking thought mathematically into their music, um, yeah, Justin Bieber is not his. You being in his graces is not going to impress you. Yeah, I'm pretty. Well, no, that's not it. It's. I think it's like that geometric like array. This is the one I was thinking of, I believe. That one? So, yes, or, this one. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look it up, but um I do remember that. Hey, since we were talking about somebody who what time is it? Yeah, that's it. Somebody that's done so much good. Yeah. Um like in their scope and their space and and taken like their I guess you could call it power and wealth and tried to do good things with it uh, can we talk about somebody that has used theirs for evil pretty much and that would be Dana White oh yeah yeah let's do that our favorite subject <laughs> yes uh, first of all we saw we saw Chris Cyborg hashtag fuck Dana White yeah you might as well get a fucking fresh beer because I feel like we're going to be on yeah. this for a minute yeah uh, Jason you need one um no I'm okay I'm, 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 I might even power through a fucking pee break just uh <laughs> just to keep that, it going did you huh? get that for you yeah I got that for you oh for me yeah oh I'm going to grab a, a blue bag. yeah I figured you might I just got it as like a it's like a roadie you know it's like a complimentary <laughs> just in case emergency oh, beer before we get too deep down the uh, we hate Dana White train uh, I have a, a special thing in the uh, fridge that we're going to try live on the podcast I saw it I, I have one of those in my house that has flowers in it do you have is it that exact one yeah it's uh, fucking amazing 
Is it really good? It's really good. You're lying. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I'll, I'll text my wife. I, I drank it all, and I was like, I have to go get more of this. And she's like, you you can't blow your beer budget on Mississippi mud because <laughs> like, you'll drink a jug of that shit every yeah. day. It, Mississippi it, mud. It is really good. I, I bought it strictly for the jug because it was like it's like three seventy nine. I did the same thing. I thought, well, I can peel the label off this, and I'll have like old-fashioned moonshine jug. Shit, I don't even want to peel the label. The label's still on mine, and it, like I put flowers in it. It's a little flower vase. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking incredible. It's fucking. It's like old-timey whiskey, cute, and you yeah. know, looks great on a shelf. Yeah. Uh, fucking unlike Dana White, who looks great nowhere he goes. <laughs> um. So we saw this past weekend, uh, Chris Cyborg. She fought Felicia Spencer, yep. uh, who, former Invicta champion. I, we've, I've actually, I've talked about her. When I saw her fight Megan Anderson, it was her first fight in the UFC, and Megan Anderson's like one of my favorite female fighters, just because she's a fucking tatted up Australian, like yeah. tall, like a spider, and can fucking throw some hands and feet. And fucking Spencer put her down and choked on her, and I was kind of upset about it. And I was like, who's this bitch first fight in the UFC beats Megan Anderson? <laughs> Who she thinks she is? I, and at the time, I, I want to say that I was like, fuck it, throw her to Cyborg. She thinks she's all cool. Yeah. Well, turns out, they were like, hey, you want to fight Cyborg? And she's like, it would be an honor. Yeah. And I have so much mad respect for Felicia Spencer having seen that fight now. Because uh, it went three rounds. Like Joe said during the, he was like, I wish yeah. this was five rounds. Yeah. Cause well, it, he, yeah, he thought it was at first. He thought it was but, multiple times. <laughs> yeah. I heard that too. He might've been loaded, but that's cool. What's good. What's good. Heiner. Uh, yeah, we, we will. We will. What up, Heiner? Yeah. So I'm watching that and obviously, or well, not obviously, but try, if you didn't watch it, cyborg wins, by decision, third round. She th- actually, I thought it was cool. She thanked Felicia Spencer. Was like, "Thank you so much. You gave me my first cut." Yeah, <laughs> it's the first time she's been cut in the UFC. It's wild. Spencer, uh, period, P- ever. Yeah, yeah. In her entire career, first time she's she's like had a cut that bled. Spencer came with this like uh, Superman lead elbow. She threw that elbow a few times, and it was pretty yeah. fucking effective. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, all so, the credit to her. She's a, a Felicia Spencer. Fucking so tough. So and we know. Let's just get this in here. We know Cyborg has to cut a shitload of weight. Yeah, and it's tough for her to get down to one thirty-five, right? One forty. One forty-five. Yeah. Okay, so it's tough for Cyborg to get to one forty-five. It's impossible for Cyborg to get to one thirty-five. Right. She did try. So and almost died. Everybody in the one thirty-five, you're safe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Except Amanda Nunes. You can come up to her weight class and knock her out. But Spencer looks like she's at her weight. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't really cut. She's just naturally at 145. She might cut a little bit of weight. But uh, she's going to be a fucking force to be reckoned with in that division because she didn't get Cyborg down, so we don't get to see, like, the disparity between them when they're horizontal. Cyborg had great takedown defense kept it from happening but i have this suspicion that if spencer would have actually got her to the ground got a single leg picked it up put her on her back that fight the tides could have turned real fast so felicia spencer well fucking looking for you cyborg is also really good on the ground too she's just ever she just never has to go there right her takedown defense is fucking money but yeah yeah, spencer is 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 a monster down there she she is um but after that 
Uh, of course, fucking Dana White can't just let anybody be, can't congratulate anybody, can't thank them for all the fucking chatter and wealth that they've created for him over the fucking years. <laughs> he was. immediately, and I sent you guys this article, mm. but he immediately started talking shit. He's like, well, you know, that was good. It was okay performance for somebody that's scared to fight Nunes again. Which is false, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, she just put out a video today on her YouTube. You can go look it up. It, Chris Cyborg, C-R-I-S, Cyborg, on her YouTube page. It's like a post. It's like pre-fight, like her warming up in the locker room and then her walking into the cage. And then, you know, it has Bruce Buffer's audio because obviously they can't show the fight because she doesn't have permission for that fighting which is kind of fucking ridiculous considering she's a ufc employee but anyway um and then post fight like her getting stitched up and her saying like oh this is my first cut and like she's excited about it and right shit. and then her waiting for dana white to get done with his interview so she can confront him okay because he's already like started the shit talking train right and she has on a shirt that says Cyborg Nunes 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she's already gearing up for it. Right. Okay. So. We, and she didn't just make that. They made that way ahead oh, of yeah. time. Yeah. Good for, foresight. Yeah. And so, you know, she's, he's saying we need to, he says something about we need to talk. And she's like, oh, yeah, we do need to talk. We do need to talk. You keep saying that I don't want to fight. I do want to fight. I'm here. I got this shirt on. I'm telling you right now that I want to fight. Quit saying that I don't want to fight. And he's like, oh, yeah, we'll look, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. I don't know. It, he tells her some shit about, I don't know if you know, like, what happened with, you know, management and all that shit. I'm, I'm assuming that they were negotiating with her management team. And it's bullshit. And she's like, I know. It's because know. Dana White. In the fucking moment that mad Chris Cyborg is standing in front of you, he realized, I'm going to get my fucking ass kicked by a girl on <laughs> yeah. film, and she is a murderer. Uh, She's the one girl that won't stop when I'm unconscious. We hadn't got to the good part. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's a good part. <laughs> she tells him, quit saying that, I'm, that I don't want to fight. Quit saying that I don't want to fight. I do want to fight. I'm here right now. I want to fight. And... He says, look, uh, he gets his voice gets real low. Okay. He says, look, you know, you know, if, if you want to fight, we'll we'll make the fight happen. You know, when I'm saying that, I'm not saying the truth. He's a fucking worm. Wow. Did you catch what I just we you know when I'm saying that I'm not saying the truth. Okay. He just admitted he lies. And you know why? At the I, press conferences. I, I, I like that the art, that article I sent you guys, uh, I think it was on Deadspin, uh, it, it, bro it broke it down and explained that her contract is up. Uh -huh. So it's time to renegotiate with Chris Cyborg. They have a uh, three-month ex exclusivity. Exclusive. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, that's like what a camp would be if she goes to fight at, right. at Bellator. Yeah. Okay, so... She, as a fighter, is up for grabs, which means Scott Coker, who seems to be a fucking really good dude, he's yeah. like, if Dana White is 
Christ, then Scott Coker's the Antichrist. Or flip-flop those. E- either way. <laughs> Scott Coker's coming to kill us all. Yeah, no. Scott Coker seems to be like actually care about his fighters. And, and they like, already and have nice a relationship guy. because Scott Coker was the head of Strike Force. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm sure fucking treated her better than she gets treated now. So if Dana White says, ah, she didn't want to fight, and then she ends up not in the UFC, yeah. it, it like... It degrades her value if she goes to fight somewhere else. So the UFC is not losing viewers to Bellator or whatever the case, or you know, losing that credit. But also, he's trying to fucking bait her by going, "Well, she's scared. She's scared until she's like, okay, I want the Nunes fight. I don't even care about the numbers." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, then we'll fucking pay you a stack of hay for it." Yeah. Because whatever I don't pay you, I get to go gamble with my mistress on my lap at the fucking casino until Colby Covington comes in with a belt over his shoulder and a video camera and catches me. In a, in a, in a MAGA hat. In a fucking MAGA hat. And then I got to be like, hey, hey, Colby, get, shut that thing off in here, man. Because uh, you got caught with your fucking girlfriend at the casino while your wife's at home, I'm sure, cooking, and your mom is fucking... Miles away in her trailer house, not getting none of <laughs> There's that. There's your housing status Thank update. You. There's the she update you were looking for in the chat. <laughs> That's a real fucking thing that happened, guys. I, You can look it up. Colby Covington, Casino, Dana White. Yeah, there, it's, there's it's, a video. It's Watch, definitely deleted by now, but it's archived. So the internet never forgets. MMA Underground. I'll ask yeah. to, he said, I have a link to it, I'm sure. But uh, Dana gets real serious. He's like, shut that thing off, Colby, because the girl gets up off his fucking lap. And runs out. You just got caught because that's in their that's in their NDA. Yeah. If there's cameras around, you have to skedaddle. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. That's the exact language in there. When your mistress has an NDA, <laughs> when you've got legal documentation, there's a paper trail, bitch. We're coming for you. <laughs> Fucking. This is like Brexit, man. She should deck it. <clears throat> yes, young brain. She should. I would. I would. Lit- I would pay five hundred dollars for a pay per view of Cyborg versus Dana. If you really want to make money, Dana, you fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I'm telling you right now, I will fucking take a second mortgage out of my house to be able to afford just one of those fucking sweet ass fucking pay-per-views. Front row tickets, bro. Oh. I'll, I'll fu- <laughs> With a sign that says Man Tribe Podcast, hashtag fuck Dana. Mm-hmm. Hit a yeah. bunch of like Make-A-Wish Foundation kids behind us that we paid to get there. <laughs> just fucking, we got to make sure. And his hit. mom. Oh, his! I fucking take his mom like his motherfucking prom, son. Take out the shrimp dinner first. Fucking watch you get whooped and then never call her again. Damn savage! But leave her so book. But leave her book a five star review online. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do the same thing that Dana does. Yeah, to all his NDA signing messages. Hey, all right. So here's 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 kind of what I want to get at though, because I got like. You ever get like flash infuriated where like when somebody tells you something, but they're right, but you're like, mm, but that's not how it should work because go ahead. Can I say uh, yeah, before I'm we gonna, get I'm on a launch? Okay. So, uh, I mean, I want to ask y'all, I, cause I just thought about this three Dana whites versus cyborg. Who you got chase cyborg, Jason, Fight would never happen. You couldn't pay him enough. Get him in there. <laughs> So well, and let's just greedy. let's just pretend that it had to happen. Like it, it's it's got to happen. Three Danas versus Cyborg. 
Oh, well, Dana would win one-on-one, so of course three of them would take her. Oh, Jesus. Dude, you can't be the president of the UFC if you can't whoop everybody's ass, right? Uh, yes, you well, can. the way he talks. Yes, you can. <laughs> I think all of our uh, questions would have been answered if he would have just fought Tito, you know? But way back in the gap. I, I, I'm, hey, I'm still down for it. Tito's with uh, Combate. America, it would be a lot America's. closer fight now. I don't even care. <laughs> I'd pay a guy 100 grand a year just to follow Dana around, and every time he catches him in athletic shorts, just yank him down like it's high school. <laughs> just, just anything that trolls that guy. If you're out there, <laughs> we'll pay you. If you're we looking, will pay you. If you're looking for a job and you got quick hands and swift feet, <laughs> Okay. Contact Swift. the Man Tribe. Man Tribe Podcast Gmail. Feet. <laughs> well, I well, you don't even have to be that swift. He's not running you down, especially no. if you fucking do your job right and he's got to pull his shit. Yeah, he's up. gonna be running really slow. Yeah. 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 You're good. Dana's not going anywhere quick, bro, unless he's on a jet. No. Or there's cameras on with his and, and Dana's not going anywhere quick unless John Jones pissed hot again and we all gotta get out of the fucking state to make this fight happen. <laughs> I'm not wrong. John Jones nice. just pissed hot yesterday. I'm not wrong. <laughs> See? Again? <laughs> no, not uh, really. But you d- but, you believed it. But maybe, though. You believed it. I mean, I wasn't like... Yeah, but maybe. <laughs> but maybe. <sighs> what, really don't know. Here, here's what I want to say. My So, I that same article, I like read it. I send it to my wife. She reads it. And we were discussing it. And I got like flash infuriated because... She read the part about how Cyborg's contract is up and he's trying to devalue her, essentially, or bait her into this Nunes 2 fight, but be able to pay her less. (laughs) And she goes, you know, he's such a douchebag, but you know what? He's fucking smart. And I'm like, if he was smart, he could do this in a way that people couldn't go, this is what you're doing. Right. Right. But at the same time, she's like, yeah, but I mean, he's either going to get the fight cheap or they're not going to lose a whole lot in her value dropping and her leaving. And so like business wise, it makes sense. That's because the Fertitas and the Ari Emanuels of the world have put him in the position to where he has literally all the leverage. Yeah. But but that's the only way he can be successful and shit like that. But here, like, here's where I want to get. Like, as a fucking society, as a tribe, as people, I, I think if that's the way it has to be, then I will never be successful. Because why can't we just be happy with good fighters who have lost one fucking fight, have crushed, have, have struck fear in their opponents to the fact that other fighters don't even want to fight Cyborg? Like she has We're been looking at you, GDR. a great, yeah, <laughs> she's been a fucking great big name and a great thing for your organization. And she's a really good person. And she's too. so nice, man. Why yeah. can't you just go, man, Nunez too would be big. Like you're a superstar. We'll pay yeah. you superstar or, or go, Hey, if you're going to Bellator, like, See if you can get an option or fucking like only take two fights because maybe we want you back or just not fucking run people down and talk shit because it might help you monetarily. If you would rather degrade somebody's character and lie, not even just lie, but lie to the fucking mass media about somebody else just because it might help you make money. 
then fuck you, man. Like, especially when you're talking and you're lying about somebody who literally created wealth for you and for your organization. But now that you don't need them or you might not have them or they might go work for the other company, now they're a piece of shit. Fuck you, man. That's bullshit. Calm down, man. It hurts me. I know. I know. It hurts you right there. It does because I'm like <laughs> I'm not like that. We're not those people. I, know. I don't I know. Why does the that's why, why does the he, world have to be like that? That's man? why we always talk about Dana because he is literally the fucking antithesis of what we're about. Ser- exactly. He is. He's everything that is wrong with everything. Like he's the not worst even, fucking person. Not even him specifically. Well, it is him specifically, but it's but it's that attitude, man. I, I've seen and that the people way. that enable him to. I'm, I'm not Thank giving you. Ari Emanuel or like any of the people at WME IMG any fucking slack on this either because they enable his bullshit, and they didn't have to. They could have fucking fired him when they bought the company. Yeah, because his little nine percent didn't fucking matter. Okay, when they bought the UFC, they could have bought the ninety-one percent and been like, "Go away, we don't need you. We're yeah. gonna hire Scott Coker." Don't you have trucker seats to suck farts out of with a straw? You <laughs> fat fuck. <laughs> what did you? He's a big bag of gus farts. Yeah, is that what you called like. him that one time? That's that's family friendly insults right mm-hmm. there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, you're, you're right. They they could have had fucking brought Scott Coker in, or dude, they have more money than than anybody. I mean, well, not more than Viacom, who owns Bellator, but they could have outpaid them for Scott Coker. Viacom's not that invested in Bellator. Yeah, yeah. But don't, look, don't don't. I'm sorry, Jason. One, one thing, don't don't cheat your fighters and try to pay your fighters cheap or devalue them. Don't cheat your fighters to make money because when you don't have fighters, you don't have anything, man. Yeah. And especially your big name fighters. What about all the fighters coming up the ranks that are like, well, as soon as I like get good and become a big name, I'm just going to be the next Chris Cyborg. So, <clears throat> well, see, that's the problem. I think they're looking at it on both sides as far as being an investment. Because you look at Sage Northcutt. Beautiful yeah. little guy. <laughs> wasn't a very good fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Paige Van Zant is a good fighter. She's it, not a great fight, but she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Rhonda, very easy well, to she, market. She got some fake knockers now. Oh, does she? Yeah, it's about to get real in the <laughs> UFC. You, if you think they promoted her before, wait oh, until yes. they start flashing them uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit pictures. And I'm sure bitch. Dana will do that. I'm sure that Fuck. that will be that. He's like, yeah, play that angle. Dude, he's definitely got, he's got one pinned on his wall right now because he's a fucking chode. <laughs> yeah, but wait till somebody fucking knocks her out, yeah. and then he's like, "Well, it's lucky, it's real lucky." Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. And then you look at the fact that so, I mean, not trying to be funny, but she is heterosexual, as opposed to Amanda Nunes, who also hasn't lost. So I mean, she does have that over Cyborg, but she's the first openly gay champion, right? And we yeah. love, yeah. and we love yeah. Nunes. So, I mean, at least you could promote. But if you look at Cyborg, if you didn't know what you or what if you didn't know what she did for a living. You would just assume it was some hairy shit, you know. Like you would think that yeah. she's she's had a rough go at life because she's so. very she's masculine. She's yeah, ripped. that's all. They won't say that, but that's yeah. basically what it is. She just yeah. doesn't look feminine. 
She doesn't yeah. look, you know, she doesn't wear, she does wear makeup from time to time, but even when she's dolled up, she just isn't as attractive as these other girls, but she's twice the fighter that they are. Should right? not, yeah. And shouldn't matter. That shouldn't be a prerequisite to being I'm not the here fucking to, type of hero that she yeah. is in the UFC. Now, I, I'll, I'll be the first person to say like, oh my God, I love Mackenzie Dern so much. But yeah. she's also very, very good at fighting. She's on your, cele- you and your fiance's like celebrity cheat list or whatever you've <laughs> yeah. got. Whatever. She's a numero uno. My wife, my <laughs> wife picked Johnny Depp and I was like, oh, I wanted Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> if, if, I mean, I don't know, man. And when she comes back from Johnny Depp, are you going to be able to stand that smell? The 23-foot-tall Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> house and rit, find rich cigars. Was that Depp? Yeah, that was Depp. That was Depp. Yeah, yeah Crazy I don't care. I'll be like, did you see a pirate ship? Was it cool? <laughs> I will Jack Sparrow. Like, okay. So I, I know what you, I know what you it, mean, though. Like, it's, it's the okay, karate it's, hottie. Yeah, it's totally okay yeah. to say that these women are hot. Attractive? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't find Nunez very attractive, but I love the shit out of her. No, she's one of my favorite female can, fighters. Like she's, it can help you promote them to the top. But once they get there, it's because they're skilled. It's not because they're good looking anymore. Right? You know. Well, it shouldn't be about. It shouldn't be promoted that way. But look, I understand whatever Dana White does, he fucking does. I just watch the fights, and I'm like, I like this fighter because they have a good style or whatever. And then if I want to go like cruise their YouTube channel or or Instagram or whatever. That that's yeah. separate to me than like them doing their job and like their cred- credulity as a fighter. I don't know if that's a word. Credibility. That's what yeah, I was yeah, looking yeah, for. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Incredibility. I don't know. Credibility. I, you lost me. Sorry. <laughs> Shit. I- as a as a fighter, but when it comes to cyborg, you know whatever she she definitely is got a different look but she's a fucking beast man you don't want to fucking meet her in the cage and i i thought it was really interesting this week not only has she called out dana white but she also called out joe rogan mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys saw that yeah from an episode kind of way back i i yeah I've, i heard that a good while back well, well let me tell you I, i'm not going to be a joe rogan apologist even though i'm a i'm a big fan and i really like a lot of what joe stands for the only thing I think you could probably say in all of these shows, I've said, like, I don't stand with Joe Rogan on that, is when it comes to him talking about Dana White and his decisions and or the covering up of, like, John Jones pissing hot yeah. shit. And w- w- I guess what he said on a podcast... Uh, I'm good. He said on a podcast with Dana White... And Tony Hinchcliffe, which is a weird mix to have Dana White and Tony Hinchcliffe on a show together. He said, Cyborg's the only fighter that uh, cuts weight by chopping her dick off. Okay. This is in the context of like a whole conversation, obviously. And you have Joe Rogan, comedian, stand-up specials on Netflix, whatever. Tony Hinchcliffe, comedian, and then Dana White. Should he have said wow. that or gone there? Probably not. But also, he's a comedian, and part of being a comedian is like play to your audience. So yeah. you're with another comedian who watches UFC fights, and, and you're an with Dana hat. White, an asshat. Yeah. And you sink to their fucking level. So let that be a lesson to you guys and just having shitty friends around. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. 
But you know what was cool as fuck is as soon as Cyborg was like, j- called it out, like put the episode up, whatever, he immediately owned up and was like, I am so sorry. I regret saying that. Like, it was a joke. Obviously, you don't have a dick or however he yeah. phrased it, but um, was really fucking apologetic. Dana White, no apologies. No, nothing from no, that absolutely guy. Absolutely not. No. No. And, and and there never will be. No, he's never done anything wrong. He's <laughs> a fucking dickhead. Fuck ba- that dude, okay? Yeah. Fuck him. That's the moral That's what we were story. getting at, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't pick it up on that. Uh, is it In bre- conclusion. Is it break time? Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> fuck, it's almost 8.30. We've almost been on for an hour. Well, it's Dana White, man. I mean, what like are you going to do? You're just going to get off of that horse and then try to get back on? <laughs> no, I mean, we, were- can, we can keep going until fucking nine, and then unless somebody's got to piss I do. really I, hard. Yeah, we should, okay. take a, we should take a quick break because uh-huh. we're going to have to catch our breaths when we come back. I really want to fucking talk about this this weird, like, uh, a, what do you, I don't even know. We were very in sync. I sent a podcast, and you were like, hey. That's the same shit from this documentary that I linked you guys the other day. And yeah, we want to talk about some psychological operations that have been levied against you guys. Yeah. Hey, guys, guess what? They know you. Strap in. It All o- of you. It only goes downhill from here, tribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we'll try to crack a joke. Get but. drunk when you come back so you can cry with with uh, dignity. Yeah, get fucked up right now because <laughs> it's all just trains steaming downhill. Uh, I think uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play my uh, Spider-Man clip. Oh, you got, a, the, you got a clip? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Garrett bought a PS4 just so he could be Spider-Man. Yeah. And uh, is it the same one that we've seen? And I can claim, yeah, it's from the it's from the Mantra Plays uh, YouTube channel. Go and subscribe to that shit if you haven't. Oh yeah, I will occasionally be putting up gameplay clips on there. I told Chase how to fucking do it from his Xbox, and he just won't do it. I have clips uh, ready to go. I've been playing so much Destiny Two on PC though that um, I haven't touched uh, my well, Xbox. Hey, guess what? I, I got all when I go in the Xbox app. I'm like, man, I wonder what everybody's doing. It says Chase C Murder nine eighteen is playing Destiny two, <laughs> but I know that's on PC. Yep. Clip that shit. I need to. I will. Because you're playing with Heiner, right? I'm playing with Heiner. I'm playing with Colby uh, back home. Yeah. Fucking. fucking we're just slaying bosses, getting legendary gear. You're playing with the tribe, bro. I know. Clip some shit up. I will put it on YouTube. I got some Rainbow Six clips content uh, coming up too. Content. I got that. Remember that old MX bikes. Montage I cut with yes. the with the Sparkmaster tape wrap in the back, bro. We're putting that out this week. I'm gonna let's download that shit at break, and that'll be next break. Yeah, fucking Indians <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> the Indians just uh, hit another home run. So yeah, I'm we gotta get out here and reset. Yeah, I need to go cry for a second, and then all right, tribe, we're gonna catch a beer, bro. No, breath. Not, we're not gonna say all right, reset. guys, because they're the tribe technically. Not the Indians tribe. <laughs> I used to have an uncle to pitch for the Indians, but fuck him. Really? What's Whoa. his name? Uh, his last name's Miller. Okay, it's my. It's actually my uncle's brother. So uncle and no, we got law fight. or something. We got to we got to know what it is. Everybody, we'll be right back. Stay tribe.
debating how quickly we would be demonetized if we used uh, <laughs> different music. It turns out. It's <laughs> like, ow, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to hit we him did with that. that. Ow, wow, wow, wow. There's one thing I didn't mention earlier. We started... And we're, you know, going and talking and, and we're getting into it and we're like 15 minutes in. And I was like, oh, shit, it's not recording. <laughs> Y'all had to do it like a dry run. Bruh. It quit recording after like two minutes. Really? Or not two minutes, after like two seconds. Oh, It nice. stopped recording. And I was like, okay. Like you click too fast? Yeah. So, uh Guys, everybody's like, I can't hear shit. Not a, yeah. Nothing. I, no, that was intentional. We were doing the newscast. Yeah, you've never watched the fucking news where they just do this and they like stack papers. And they go. <laughs> ah, ah, it's all <laughs> silent. <laughs> hey, we don't have that that uh, that sound bite that's like, oh. man, tribe news. We do. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to find that. We need to put that on the stream deck. I have it in my. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have it in a folder on my. I got the Mantra Podcast folder, and it's like intros and breaks and clips. That's in there. Yeah, we're underutilizing our resources, apparently. I also made one that's like, Mantra Conspiracies. Mm -hmm. I I tried to slide that one in there. (laughs) Um, I can't remember what we were talking about, but I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I've been telling y'all. Lizard people. And I tried to, like, slide that in there like just real quiet oh on the audio one yeah okay and, but it it didn't it sounded like shit so i didn't i didn't want to fuck with it yeah well i made it so probably oh my did. god we come back in here and the fucking indians are up 10 to 4 yeah that break didn't help at all what the fuck is going on oh my my cap's fucking sideways i don't know which way to turn it oh my god it's time I'm, to flip it inside out and gorilla cap <sighs> might have to man shit um we were we were gonna come back in and just crush hearts and minds and souls and i feel like i did enough dana white ranting so uh jason you brought up outside um the uh, amazon prime original the boys which they've been advertising hard on reddit i uh i sent the trailer to my wife and i was like we're about to watch this shit and she was like you're about to watch it (laughs) (laughs) no i I think she wants to watch it what uh what can you tell us about it i know it's kind of like a uh, anti-superhero like they're fighting it's, the superheroes Seth Rogen was involved with the production so of course that was like alright we'll see what that's all about the only actor that I've recognized is Carl Urban y'all know who that is yeah he's not like big time but I mean he's a recognizable face who did he play in uh, Ragnarok is that Scourge Scourge is, is that, that his name I th- God, I hope so <laughs> first of all <laughs> get shit on who is Mr. Urban two- and who is Scorch? And uh, Thor, the guy with the two uh, machine guns. Here, let me Google it. So you show my picture. Yeah, there's a fucking fly in here. Oh god. Yeah, I see he's right here. And you would think a good pest control guy. One comes to mind. Oh, oh yeah, he's like a he's like a beefier Hawkeye. <laughs> he's really fucking riding on Jeremy Renner's <laughs> coattail. Scourge. I I, I I swear his. his scourge. I'm pretty sure his yeah, agent. His agent's yeah. like can't have Jeremy Renner. Check out this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Next best thing. What did he say the two guns were called? Oh, oh shit. Oh, we gotta no. Go. We gotta go. No, I'm no, no, no. On the spot. We gotta no. go back and watch it. Uh, Keep talking. Man. Oh, well. Whatever. Shit. It was funny, though. I know what you're talking about. So, so back to the boys. <laughs> back to the boys. I had no idea that it was a comic book series. I didn't know anything about it. 
Um, it's basically rip-off versions of the DC's superheroes. So uh, Homelander is Superman. <laughs> That's his, his name's Homelander. <laughs> and they have like a Flash. They have a Wonder Woman. What's the have, Flash's name? The uh, Quick? No, damn it. You think The Swift. A-Train. His name's A-Train. The Swift. Dez and Troy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Destroy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty dope. That's my shit. That's, that's gay. <laughs> so the premise... Let's keep going. I'll tell you what they should be named here in a minute. The Just, premise behind this show, of course, Homelander is the leader, and there's the, they're called The Seven. So it's like their version of the Justice League, and they care way more about their TV ratings and their money than they do about actually saving the planet. Okay. And they're monetized. So, of course, you, you have a, a female Dana White who runs it all. Uh-huh. And so any political, you know, situation. White. Is her name Denise, Denise White? <laughs> might as well be. But basically, this corporation, Vought, is using the superheroes to do their own deeds, right? Because okay. who's going to oppose them? Yeah. And the boys get put together. Normal, normal-ass dudes, just regular guys, because they're like, no, fuck, we're tired of these superheroes. Think of these soups, as they call yeah. them, doing whatever they want to do. We're going to take a stand. And so I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be 30 minutes long, because they're going <laughs> to mop the floor with them. Yeah. But no, it actually turned out being super interesting. And this is a spoiler, but it's not. It happens really early on, and it's going to get you hooked. This guy is talking to his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, being lovey-dovey. And the next second... She explodes in slow motion. That's on the trailer. Yeah, because the the speedster, A-Train, is jacked up on some shit. And that's the th- another thing it shows you. These superheroes all have problems, whether it's steroids, whether it's this, whether it's that, whether it's alcohol. Meth. And so, yeah. Why would the Superhero speed meth. guy be into speed? He wanted because he was having a speed off with another speed guy. He's supposed oh, to get yeah. fast. And you can't be the second fastest man in the in the world on the seven, the team, the seven, because they're supposed to be the seven best heroes on the Do, planet. Doesn't he the blow Justice through League. and he's like, "Sorry, uh, can't stop, can't stop," yeah. and just fucking and that, runs. That's the and problem. Like, is horrified. The guy looks down. He's just holding the girl's hands, and I was like, "God, I can't believe they just showed that." But yeah, just blows her up, and the guy turns and he's looking. There's just blood and guts everywhere. I was like, okay, the graphics aren't bad, and you know that's wasn't expecting that early on. Yeah. And so then, just skip ahead a few more minutes. There's the legal team or the guy, the representative for the speedsters. Like, ah, we can settle for you for with her, you know, a couple thousand dollars, make this go away. And he's like, hey, killed my girlfriend. That's mur-. like, no, we we got to do something about this. He's like, well, we are doing something. I'm going to give you some money. Like, just trying to sweep it under the rug. He's like, this stuff happens, man. Just yeah. come on. And so, of course, that dude ends <laughs> oh, up being part high. of the... I'm already sold, man. Like, the yeah. the le- I, legal, uh, corporate greed, fucking injustice. I'm like, fucking paint a fucking big red V on my chest with a circle around it and put a Guy Fox mask on me and let's fucking go to I told, war. I told Morgan when we were watching that, I said, if I tell Chase... I'm pretty sure within the next two weeks he's gonna have a shirt. It's got the boys. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That it is like I didn't think I'd like it as much because it's like che- you know I already don't like DC. Yeah, and it's cheesier versions of those characters. Right. But because of the premise, like no, it's regular dudes like us, and they're gonna t- you know try to outsmart them is what you have to do because you don't have any powers. It actually made it very interesting. It's only eight episodes, so and they're hour long a piece. So it's something you could blow through in a weekend, and I'm Have probably going to finish watched, it. Oh, no. I'm a, uh, I've watched six of the eight. 
So okay. I'm hooked at this okay. point. Yeah. And they've already got the approval for season two. So there's going to be a Bet. a new season. You know, I like fucking Deadpool because it, and just this might sound out of left field, but like you said, like, yeah, I'll, I probably will have the boy shirt, but I like Deadpool because in all those fucking scenarios, he fits like if you're a superhero and you're fucking up, Deadpool will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool would rather <clears throat> stick a bag of cocaine inside of his mask and punch it and make a fucking cocaine cloud. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he's like, God damn it. Like, I got to go solve this. And so he goes and fuck fixes the injustice. Rather, like he at the very underlying, if you scrape all the way to the bottom of the barrel, there's this fucking moral code yeah. that like holds him together. He does a lot of fucking off in between. I'm going to get a beer. <laughs> but we're, I mean, we're going to tap into this in, here in a minute, but yeah. I'm going to get a beer for myself. No, no, I'm good. All right. Um, and so, like you said, yeah, I, I will be into it. And I've already, I've been scoping out the boys' t-shirt prices on Amazon. glasses? Yeah, we're going to miss it. Oh, did, yeah, you didn't know if you had any solo cups. Oh, you just want to do redneck chugs? Have you seen this jug? Look at this jug. Make sure you. That's put, the only way to go. Make sure you put your pinky up. You turn it. That's <laughs> the only way to drink out of this. Austin shit. It's called the risk. You gotta have risk control when you do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you, boys. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm all out of. I'm all out of uh, blue moons. Going shandies. Yep. Good call. Shandies only. Uh, I. I bought in-game just like randomly. They were like, hey, uh, in-game's coming out on digital tomorrow. Yeah. Just that happened quick. I, I bought it. I, I still haven't watched it, though. Yeah, no. I, I, but you took the first step, though. So. I immediately. <laughs> I own it. Like, I can. I immediately texted you because it was like a big, it was it was a thing. They, they were, were like, just like, we're putting it out tomorrow. We're done making our movie money. Yeah. Oh, we're number one in the world? Okay. Now we can put it out. Yeah. 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 So I got it. Uh, my wife actually gave me the the green light last night. I, I bought it last night, and then it's like, baby's got to get a bath night, and like we got to do this. And yeah, I was like, man, if we start this, it's going to be midnight, which that doesn't work for everybody in my household. And she was like, you know what? Tomorrow, if you get some time, you want to watch it? That's fine. Just don't no spoilers when we watch it again. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, but I, I didn't have time. And guilty conscience. Yeah, I felt really bad. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I did. Yeah. I mean, this is the culmination of like 11 years worth of shit. Yeah, I'm kind of like, I kind of don't want to watch it because I'm like, you know what it I want to have that in my back pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want that rainy day. Yeah. Just. Yeah, but. But you owe it to yourself. So fucking good. I owe it to Cap. God, it's good. (laughs) You owe it to Cap for Cap. You didn't like Cap. You don't like Cap. What did Joe Dirt call his fists? Do you remember that? (laughs) (laughs) He did the mic check. He's like speaking to the mic. I remember he said speaking to the meat mic, which was gross. Mic check, mic check. Testing, testing. Testing. Yeah. Yeah, testing, testing. They're both working, and neither one of them take feedback. Okay. I thought they had names, and I was like, that's what Scourge should have named those rifles. <laughs> but my Google searches were not finding them. Um, all right. That's yeah. good work. Dez and Troy, bro. <laughs> Dez and Troy. <laughs> you know what I did watch today, though? Oh, man. Are we are we going to do that? 
because we're gonna. I'm I'm having such a good time. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> you I guys, mean, we can tell. We can tell them. I'll tell you what, tribe. Like, um, I feel like I'm ranted out today. Like, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of despair and um, like fight the fucking power and like get all V for Vendetta again. Then we got to rehash why Garrett hasn't watched that movie and how he doesn't understand the references. And it's just like a whole fucking meta thing. So to avoid yeah. such, I, I think, are we? can we just do a, a, a fucking tribe watch? Can we make that a thing? Can we put that on the calendar? Well, I mean, we can, I, I want to tell the tribe oh, V for Vendetta. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, for the tribe listening right now though, I want to tell you, Go to your fucking Netflix account. Get your significant other, whatever you got to do. Anybody else that you know that uses Facebook, you might want to rope them in on this too and go, hey, let's watch The Great Hack. All right. It's called The Great Hack. And don't let the fucking like picture of like Donald Trump on the front of it spook you into being like, I'm not watching this political bullshit because it's that's deceiving. It's not that. Mm hmm. It's not that. It is, but it's not. Yeah. It's about... Same, same, but different. Same, same, but different. But, but same. still same. <laughs> uh, it's mostly about other countries, uh, but it's predominantly about one fucking psychological operations data warfare firm called Cambridge Analytica. And when all the whistleblowers come out and it... It will it will blow your mind and it will probably change your day to day life like how you approach a lot of different things. It's, if you have realized all this at this point already. Okay, and then I I will tell you this too. Do yourself a favor after you do that, there's a podcast called the TED Radio Hour, T E D like the TED Talks. Yep. TED Radio Hour on data manipulation. It's a pretty recent episode. Yeah, listen to that as well because it's like a companion. Yeah, and that that's actually how this I think started between yeah. our tribe today is I I was listening to that I listen to those TED radio hours cuz they're usually like 40 minutes and they're like in segments so it's like 15 minutes of something you're like yeah. whoa and then 15 minutes of something else and you're like wow yeah. and like the you know for an ADD kid that's pretty <laughs> fucking nice. But the first one was that uh, this reporter, Carol, whatever, from The Guardian, uh, giving her TED Talk, and I sent it to them. I sent the screenshot, and I was like, hey, you should listen to this. This is a really good listen. And instantly, Garrett was like, I already put that in the podcast. Like, topics keep, like this documentary, The Great Hack, that's the same lady. And I was like, oh, I hadn't seen that, so. She's in it. Yeah. It's not, Yeah. She's in it. She she, she is, is present. She's yeah. an integral part, but to me, that was one of those like one of those things where sometimes the universe is really upfront about shit. Like, if we're meant to be on the same wavelength, yeah, we're gonna fucking be there. Whether I'm too dumb to just look at the list that we collectively make <laughs> and add to all week long, it's fucking Wednesday. Like, I'm how long send, has that I'm been gonna in start there? sending you a fucking uh, reminder on like Monday. Hey, yeah. Chase, check the keep. I just get in there like ten minutes before showtime. I'm like, what do we got? Uh, <laughs> or I add something. I'm like, see, I contributed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anywho, see, the universe will not let you fail sometimes. Yeah. So we we were on the the wavelength. But I watched it today and. Honestly, I was I 
I don't know. I feel I feel like the world's a darker place. Yeah. And I don't mean like you shouldn't watch it, but it's just heavy. It's yeah. just to understand the weight of what what we're dealing with and and how uh, manipulated probably some people that you directly fucking know yeah. are or yourself, man. And there's no shame in that. If you've been manipulated, just fucking own it and change your life. Yeah. And I, I thought about earlier today because I was thinking about like talking points while we were talking about this subject and, and all that. And I don't want to go too long because I really don't want to stay on this subject because it bums me the fuck out. And, and we're having a good time. Especially if you haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but I was like, man, is manipulation the right word? Because this is all stuff that's like readily available. If you read like the terms of service of shit. And if you think about, you know, uh, I got told a long time ago that uh, if you use an app or a service or something that's free, you are the product. Yes. That's why it's free. You are the product. Somebody's making money. You are the product. You are what they want. They want you and your data. They want to know everything about your life. And so, yeah, I I don't want to get, you know, too far into it, but just keep that in mind when you're watching and listening to the different podcasts is like you're the product, man. Well, think about it. Everything that you use. I mean, even on Gmail and Facebook and all that. On, Google on, Keep. On YouTube right now, like, we fucking don't pay anything. We upload videos. You watch them. You don't pay anything. But you're looking at ads. There's an ad somewhere before it starts, <laughs> after it ends, like, in the top left corner as you're navigating through YouTube. It's just like a fucking ecosystem. Like, I, I've thought about this before. And advertisers are the cows that eat the grass, right? The grass is the thing that's not the animal. You know what I mean? So if all animals eat animals, it doesn't work. They just all eat each other and then there's no more animals. There's got to be one animal that's sustained on something else, right? Yeah. And your attention is the grass. Like advertisers are cows and they're paying for the grass. You're eating that and then whatever you shit out, somebody else eats and it, yeah. it's just a whole thing. Another thing to keep in mind, <clears throat> a pretty good saying that that someone very smart, uh, my dad, told me a long time ago, everything costs something. Period. Everything has a cost. Everything costs something. It may not be monetary, but it costs something. Just keep that shit in mind. And wow. now we're going to drink some Mississippi mud. Let's try it. I, I was trying to think of how to tone down this this um, this thing yeah. that one of my uncles told me. He's like, like Paul Walton. You ever paid for pussy? And I'm like, absolutely not. Just because you whispered. And he goes, yeah, they still heard it. He yeah, goes, and on the audio version, I'm just going to compress it and then amplify it. So, <laughs> so it sounds like, like I, <laughs> sounds like I screamed the word pussy. All right, just cut that word in. Anyways, one of my uncle asked me, have you ever paid for it? And I what the fuck are you talking about? Absolutely fucking not. And he's like, yeah, you have. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> well, that's not Matt. That's not bad at all, man. No, here. See, remember? I was, I was really uh risk yeah. control. Yeah. <laughs> You've never used a moonshine jug before, have you? Yeah, I have, but I'm just, I wasn't going there. I just gripped it and ripped it. <laughs> <laughs> Grip it and rip it. This man. ain't no bong, boy. 
Risk control. Right? You ever heard Joe Rogan? Look, we need to splice him in. Risk control. He's got risk control. Oh, Take your good old pull off that black and tan. It's heavy. Try it. It kind of turns out the label says black and tan. They're just describing Jason. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Bing. Oh, hey, can we talk real quick? <laughs> Did y'all watch You're that a new video? Idiot. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I. Well, I. You know, I love that dude. What is it? A tree? What is it? A rock? I don't know. He's like, You're right, CC. You're a fucking idiot, and you don't know nothing. Bing. What'd you think about it? Tastes like mud. Mississippi mud. Let's go. Let's see if I can go right hand wrist control. Not, not too stout. Mm. What's the uh, content? Alcohol level. I don't know. One quart. <laughs> <laughs> one solid quart of alcohol. Uh, it does say one quart. I'm going to actually guess if this is a 5%, but... Does it even say? Fucking, they don't, they, they don't even know. have alcohol in there. It's on the X spectrum. <laughs> it's not three X's, so it ain't... It's non-alcoholic, apparently. <laughs> That's fucking delicious. What was I Yeah, I really about? don't even see it. Isn't that law to put it on there? I thought somewhere? it was. <laughs> Maybe on the very bottom? It's fucking not don't for this it, podunk though. shit. I'm looking at the motherfucker. Probably etched into the glass. <laughs> I bet you get a 32%. Fucking... They have something etched into the fucking glass right there, and I can't really read it, but it says 32. I can read oh, that. I bet oh, they God. give you 99 cents for recycling that bottle. That's a lot of glass, man. <laughs> well, it depends on what state you're in. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. The the states and like how much they're going to get. Well, if they got Oklahoma on here. You got 10 cents in Oklahoma. You got, well... It says ten in ten cents in Michigan, but Oklahoma is plus oh. California cash refund. Jeez. Yeah, I don't even know what is You're it. Right, five percent, five percent. Yeah, but it should still say it on there though. Okay, I'm right. Gonna, uh, you ever see just, those? Just so you know, I know how to do this. Risk control. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because I have you know they have the PBT portable breathalyzer, mm-hmm. whatever. I have the same thing, but it's just built into my tongue, and I know how much alcohol. <laughs> so when somebody's like, "Hey, try this; it's good," I I can drink it and go, "It's not going to get me drunk fast enough." This is not. This is not. This bad. is swill. No, that is fantastic. It's not bad at all. You know, and I was really. It's like three dollars and seventy nine cents for a quart. Should have got three of them. I, I mean, they only had two there, and so my main. So I was like, okay, either people bought this because it's cheap or they bought it because they like it. Or both. There's only two there's only two ways. Well, no. No. <laughs> if if you could find me a koozie big enough to put that in, that's what I would drink on every show. <laughs> Don't you dare challenge me. Challenge. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. All right. Make it happen. Well, I'll have it next week. I had something I was going to talk about, and I totally forgot. They put about it. uh, they put Crown Royal bottles in them. In what? In koozies? Mm-hmm. You can use that as a koozie, man. Oh, the purple bag, <laughs> or the golden <laughs> one, either one, whichever one you like. Let's not get fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I I went. I was at a optometrist's house once, and he had. Um, He's a big Crown fan. He had like all these different Crown Royals, and so it was like the Crown and like the XR. Mm-hmm. crown and then yeah. there was one that was like really fucking rare and it was in a like lighted glass display case oh dope and i was like oh we can't try this one huh and he's like 
Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Let's try it. And I was <laughs> Better like, than rich and rare. I was like, but... Slightly. Slightly. I was like, but it's like in this fucking glass case. I'm like, do you even have the key to this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, yeah, it was the key, man. My uh, favorite joke that I ever told. He bought the bottle and the liquor store gave him the case with it. They were like, fucking Crown Royal sent the case to put it in to look like this, to get people to buy it. But people are just picking the ones up off the shelf. And he's like, can I have the case? <laughs> so they sold him the case, too. Oh, man, they're way better. Than, I bought my dad the, the Doors signature, yeah, which was like a fucking 25-year aged. And I didn't find out until this year on Father's Day when I was trying to find another bottle of it that it comes in this badass fucking wooden box with a key it all, I mean, it just, it looks incredible. You just bought one from like a street vendor? No, I bought one at Zips <laughs> oh. and they had it in the, they had it in their like case. They have a case right there. When you walk in the door, all yeah. their like super expensive liquors are right there in the case. And I, of course I went in there one day to get something and I was like, doers, what the fuck? And it's like a $225 bottle and shit. And like, I, was, I know an old man that needs this. I know a motherfucker that <laughs> likes some doers, boy. And Father's Day just so happens to be coming up. So I went in there and bought it and didn't even think about the fact that it comes in this fucking super elaborate, like fucking wooden oak right. case. Yeah. Until I went and looked for it this year and they don't make it anymore. Well, I mean, it takes 25 years to make, so yeah. it's going to be a fucking while. Yeah, well, so I bought him Doors 18, two of them. Uh, did you buy him the Dow Winnie? Did we talk no. about that? Okay. Uh, no, right. I didn't. Never mind. He, he, you know what? He's not really that big a fan of scotch outside of Doors. Well, that then Dow Winnie's a perfect scotch for him. There, uh, so I, I used to like really nerd out. This is one of those things I really love about Reddit. But um, I was in a like joined a subreddit called Scotch Swap, where you could just like list like, hey, I have this Dalwini fifteen, I have a Abelure twelve, I have a Macallan or whatever, and then people would could trade you. So there were like these bottles you could get these little dram bottles with like a seal, like a medical grade seal. And you could like pour a dram, which is like a, I don't know, two ounces or whatever it is, and like send your McAllen and they would send you whatever they had. So instead of buying a fucking two hundred dollar bottle of something fancy, yeah, like you could try all these scotches of the world. It's kind of a community thing. Yeah. Uh, and so I used to do that. And I man, I was like big into watching like scotch reviews before I'd buy a bottle. I'd be like, what does this guy think? And there's like one specific guy on YouTube. But I remember when he was talking about Dalwini, he said, if somebody offers you uh, a glass of Dalwini, 15, it means he likes you. Not in a buy your buddy pants for his birthday, jeans for his birthday <laughs> way, but like, why are it, you, why are you capping on Jason like it that? It just bro. means he likes you. And, uh, like, I don't know, man, that always stuck with me, but Dow, of all like the scotches that I've tried from around the world yeah. and the different regions, like for some reason, the Dow Winnie 15, you could probably get it for like, I don't know, 46 to $58 a bottle, depending on where you are. And yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't taste like a fucking boot, a boot that's been lit on fire. That shit was, oh dude. God, regular doers. Oh, God, it tastes like fucking sweat, bro. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a, 
a scotch from a region that's known for just like being the peatiest. When you're looking yeah. for scotches, if you're not a scotch guy, peaty's not what you're looking for because it tastes like boot leather that's been burned. Yeah. You don't want that. Regular doers taste like fucking sweat. But I can <laughs> say this. The Doors 18 is top notch. And the and the Doors signature. I only got one drink out of that before they killed it, but it was the the top notch uh Doors shit I can drink. I cannot drink the regular Doors. I just can't do it. Well, Scottish people have a very pungent sweat and it takes 18 to 20 years for the barrel to soak the sweat out of the alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't don't let them fuck you with that like, hey, you got to get the bottle that yeah. we press the cask barrel to get the very special the devil's cut out of. Yeah. No, no, that's just fucking Scottish goat farmer sweat, <laughs> bro. Like all that dude does is come and like yeah. stoke a peat fire for an hour a day and then he goes right back out to the field. You know, apparently they uh so they discontinued the signature, which was the 25 year, and the 18 was the closest one to it, and they discontinued that as well. And so we went to Specs to get the 18 because I was like, surely, like somebody has it somewhere. Because there should be 17 years of those like batches that right. are in line, right? Right. And so they they discontinued it. Specs didn't have it. All they had was the twelve. And so I was like, "Fuck, man!" Well, I guess I'll just give them like two of these twelves, you know. <laughs> and Shane was like, "Well, why don't we go real to, drunk? Yeah, why don't we go to uh, Twin City Liquors and see if they have it? Okay, over there." And I was like, "Well, I mean, surely they'll at least have the twelve over there. So if I'm going to buy it here, I can buy it there too." We go over there. They had two bottles. Of Doors 18, and I bought both of them forever. So I, I bought him the last two bottles within at least 50 miles of Grimes County. Okay, and so I told I made sure and tell him that too. <laughs> That's your Father's Day like, gift. There, there's not another motherfucker in this county <laughs> that can get you these, but I did. <laughs> there's also no more Doors 18 left. Yeah, it's a, that's last been bit. when was Father's Day? What, what day was it? Oh, I, I, just, I don't know. <clears throat> well, it was your first one. You can't remember the day? June. June got, something. It's June the day I got that sick-ass Phantom White Xbox One controller from my wife. Yeah, she did. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I don't. I know that Like she was... She asked you, I guess, yeah. like, hey, what game console does Chase have? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, since we're talking with... I'm so jealous. Whiskeys, oh, man. Well, I mean, it plays just like the rest of them. I know, but it's it just looks fucking sick. Oh yeah, oh. but but I feel like a a fucking hero. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> tell Cheyenne that she fucked up by not giving me a, a Father's Day present for Gus. All right, if, should I? No, I probably shouldn't. Have. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you honor dog fathers. She did just give me a, a red dot scope for my handheld crossbow. Is that illegal? Should I even but say that right now? Ne necessities. Yeah. The Squirrel necessities. Uh, let me tell you something. Well, for a guy that like hunts pets for a living, 
if a squirrel pops up, do you want to not have a crossbow with a oh, fucking red dot? Sh- dude, the next call we get to go put out a fucking trap for a squirrel? No, I'm just showing up with a crossbow. I already <laughs> seen you trying to connect belts together so you can make some kind of fucking back piece where you could pull your crossbow out. <laughs> Van Helsing. I know, we're yeah. still in the prototype phase, but I do know a pretty good unemployed R&D engineer that's handy with leather. So just give me a shout. Uh, Swank said, tell us why R&R is the best. Rich and rare. No, Swank. One of my favorite jokes that I've ever said in my life that came directly off the top of my head when somebody, uh, Chad Perry, specifically was drinking rich and rare, is uh, that people that drink that are neither rich nor rare. (laughs) That was an easy leap. (laughs) Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. I'd rather you drink Old Crow so you can pretend like you think it's because the <laughs> band owns that liquor brand. <laughs> like the same way that Connor owns Proper 12. Bro, I want at least get a bottle, an empty bottle of Crown and put Rich and Rare in it so you can act like you have some class. <laughs> yes. Can I jump real fast? We're talking whiskey and I've like, I've, this has been on the tip of my tongue because I mean, we're real close to breakdown. Fucking hilarious. Real quick. Speaking of whiskey boys, Dylan fucking Dennis. I love this motherfucker. He's got two pro fight wins. Whiskey bots. He crushed two cans, two Juan Adamses. I don't even know. I don't even know if that's apostrophe S or like S apostrophe or how that fucking works. But hey, I like Juan Adams. Dylan Danis is the Juan Adams Slayer. Might as well be Dylan Danis versus Greg Hardy. I, I'd love to fucking see it. No, what you, what you really want to see? No, go ahead. Finish but, this. Nobody but, wins. But he fucking tweets out, and this is about Jorge Masvidal, who's in a photo with the guy that plays Machete. And who Danny, is it? Danny Trevino and Tyron Woodley. That's yeah. not Danny Trevino, is it? No, that's. No, I don't <laughs> it's know really not. That is, but it's Tyron Woodley. And Tyron yeah. Woodley. And Dylan Danis says, uh, uh, by the way, Tyron Woodley, training partner and friends with Ben Askren, yeah. we can presume. So Dylan Danis says, if my close friend and lifelong training partner got viciously KO'd by someone, then hit multiple times when he was unconscious, I wouldn't be posing for a picture with that guy. Funny how all these guys are bitch-made. Loyalty is hard to come by. Which I think is like this weird toss to Conor McGregor, like, I'm only loyal to sucking your dick. Oh, so it's it's weird. He like he like posts like a gold medal. Like I'm the gold medal fucking loyalist dick sucker. Then Tyron Woodley replies and he goes, "Shut your bitch ass up. Always clout chasing. It's called a commercial, fucking idiot. I can't control the talent they select. The only thing you were loyal to is sucking at MMA and Conor McGregor whiskey bottle." <laughs> He said at the notorious, but like, yeah, ain't loyal to nothing but Conor McGregor in a whiskey bottle. <laughs> it's a commercial, dickhead. I don't choose. Like, they're also sponsored. We, they pay me to show up yeah, here. You, you fuck face. The same way Askren got paid to take that knee to the face, he got paid to not take one. But yeah. you wouldn't fucking know that because nobody pays you to show up for commercials, Dylan Danis, because you fucking suck. And you haven't fought anybody that's worth the fuck. Well, okay. And he's, when you do... He's good at jiu-jitsu. He just <coughs> is not good at anything else. And he hasn't he, fought he, anyone he who's obviously is not, good not at bad at jiu-jitsu. Fights. Is he good at getting fights? I mean, he's good at talking shit. He's had two fights in how long? No, that's... Yeah. 
because he picks and chooses motherfuckers well, who are bad at three, Hey, It was a no contest with Khabib. And that we've was a, never heard about. That was a close fight. Pick a mother... <laughs> Pick a motherfucker. Pick it. What, what's his? Yeah. What's his he's weight the only, class? He's the only person that hasn't uh, like straight up lost, lost to Khabib. To Khabib. <laughs> he's got a blemish on his record now. Yeah, he did catch one flying foot though. <laughs> I so, fly like an what, what weight class is Dylan Danison? One seventy, bitch. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what is, hey, cha- that's light heavyweight. He's the champion of welterweight. No, that's not even the worst thing. Dylan Danis is a welterweight. Yeah, Danis versus Masvidal. Sign him up. Except he's in Bellator. No, no, no. For no, whatever no. fucking I, reason, I take that back. Dylan Danis. Connor can get Artem Lobov a UFC contract and can't get Dylan Danis one. Think about that shit just for a minute. Dylan Danis, Leon Edwards. Yeah. August seventeenth. <laughs> I'm for. No, 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 no. Uh, November second. UFC two uh, two forty four because we're already building like a, a a beast made, literally a black beast mode, uh, fight card there. Is so he two back no two forty four Derek Lewis versus it. I sent y'all the little screenshot. Derek yeah. Lewis versus uh, Black Goy Ivanov Ivanov the guy that got stabbed in the chest. Yes, like stabbed through the heart. Didn't they that already cat. fight? Uh, no. Hmm. Oh, fuck then, it. Oh, Beast is going to fuck him up. What was the other one that I sent y'all? Hold on. Hold on. It's mm. the only one I remember. Uh, oh. Nope. There was another one. There was uh, Johnny Walker versus Corey Anderson. There you go. Oh, yeah. same, same, card. same card? Yes. Same card. So we're already building a, a man tribe perfect card. <laughs> the, right? Oh, Johnny Walker is the tribe fucking champ. Well, we and, need and to. Derek Lewis okay. is the hometown fucking. You know what we're going to do? Always root for my man. You know what we're going to do for next week? Uh, we're going to get in the keep, and okay. we are going to put our f- like man tribe dream matchups, and we're gonna we're gonna put that on the podcast next week. Like what? Can we go through like our dream card? We'll just go you you you. What what fighters we would want on the card? Okay. No, we'll talk about it throughout the week. We have a, our group message, and we'll come up with our main card. What we would want our dream main card. For the man tribe to be. Okay. Yeah. Because I think they're building one right now. We we got both Johnny Walker and Derek Lewis on 244 so far. <clears throat> if they put Donald Cerrone on there, I'm going to have a stroke. It's six six fights for a card, right? Five. For, Five. A, main, for a main card. Five for a main card. Okay. Yeah. Well, you guys might be surprised to know that I already have this written down in my computer desk at home. So I'm going to get it out, and I'm going to do one of these fucking Air Force call for fires on it and go, <sighs> and blow all the fucking dust off. <clears throat> and, it, yeah, that's... Dude, I'm going to go outside and smoke a cigarette, like, right now. All right, Audio Tribe, it has been a fucking blast tonight. Uh, thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you thirst for more, you can always check out our YouTube channel where you'll find this podcast, but live with video, and you can pick up right where you left off. Probably just got to get through one break, right? Oh, yeah. In about six iterations of a Spider-Man video. <laughs> and then, Payal, you're going to be right where you left off. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you tell your friends. Uh, make sure, uh, as an audio tribe, seriously, I'm serious. You should, seriously, I'm serious. You guys should jump on your Netflix account and watch The Great Hack. 
it will change the way that you interact with Facebook. It will change the way that you think about how Facebook interacts with you. And I think it's pretty relevant and it would be real shitty of us to not tell you to at least watch that content. Yeah. All right, probably we're also going to um, lead with that since we hopefully there's no Dana White to rant about next week. Um, so we're probably going to rant about that a little bit before we get on to more fun things. Yeah, everybody go watch it and then tune in Wednesday because it's going to be fun. Is this going to be like that time we told the uh, chat. people that we were going to um, talk about Ted Cruz as the Zodiac Killer and then we never did? Possibly. <laughs> I mean, you at least wore the shirt. I did. <laughs> I did. All right. It's been awesome, guys. We're going to catch a quick break. Uh, video Tribe, Live Tribe, Chat Tribe. We'll see you guys in just a minute. Until then. Stay trapped.